Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle Andrew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 647 for comics originally releasing June the 15th and June the 16th. But before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, we've got some more uh, Disney Plus stuff connected yep. to our Marvel Universe, and we've changed things up. Normally, I got to run on a Friday to watch it right before a podcast. They switched it and did this Wednesday release, so now we have Wednesday Comics and Wednesday Disney Plus. Man, things are just easy. Yeah, um, so Loki's out, and I have to say that after the first episode, if you compare it to how I felt about WandaVision after the first episode and how I felt about Falcon Winter Soldier after the first episode, it's my favorite. I yeah. think I think I like Loki the best. I believe you called everything your favorite. Now 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 will that pan out by the end? I don't I don't know. Mm. And we, we got what, nine episodes of Wanda? Six. six. Oh I'm sorry, we're getting six of Loki, yeah. Yeah, we're getting only gonna get six of Loki, we only got six of Falcon, so um but I really I really like the way it started out and it had bunch of fun little easter eggs and hidden stuff and things i didn't catch until a rewatch um so yeah it was it was tons of fun i liked it Absolutely. how about you yeah um way better than i thought I, I would like so very cool um really neat i like the analog like old style yeah of the tva and stuff that's not it's futuristic but it's not futuristic um yeah, it was really like a cool. steampunk type of deal. It exactly, cool. exactly. Yeah, I dug that part. I like like that part of it. I, you know, I don't usually like Owen Wilson in anything. He didn't. He, I don't think he said "Wow" one time. I'm yeah, so mad. it didn't. It, he didn't annoy me, so it wasn't bad. And um, yeah, it was that was really good. So stay tuned, and we got every Wednesday must must see Wednesday. It's weird, mm-hmm. weird that it's not on Friday. I had forgotten yeah. about it. Because I was, I just assumed it was Friday again for some reason, even though I mm-hmm. knew. Yeah. Uh, and then, so then people started talking about it, and I'm like, well, what a, they got a, an, an advanced copy or something. And yeah. Like, Duh. Oh, it's already been out for a day. Yeah, I, yeah, I just it. started seeing meme after meme after meme, and I'm like, I better watch this. Yeah. Have you seen that that uh, Phantom Menace meme that's... Oh, with Natalie Portman, where she kind of gets has the shock and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I've seen nothing but like thousands of those. It's they're it's it's just crazy. That's it, the new one of the hour. That's the new one of the hour, and that I I laughed. I laughed multiple times, and now I'm just tired of them. Please stop. It's become the new cat cat across from the lady fighting me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's not bring that one back. <laughs> Well, Kyle, it is that time of year again where da, 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 yeah, award season, da, 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 and da, 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 da. here come the Eisners, where they usually make <laughs> where us they embarrass stupid. people who have done six hundred episodes of a comic podcast yeah. into not knowing anything about comics. Yeah, we usually get uh, shamed a little bit because we don't know all the nominees, mm-hmm. and this will be no different. Um, so. Let's let's start. Let's skip best short story because <laughs> let's not even try that. Let's go to best single issue. Ooh, okay. So we have the Burning Hotels by Thomas Lampion, Hedra by Jesse Lonergan, the Other History of DC Universe by John Ridley, Sports as Hell by Ben Passmore, 
and Stanley's Ghost, a Halloween Adventure by Jeff Falky. Um, so I, I I know one of those. I know none of those. So that's crazy. That's crazy. That best single issue. I only I only know one of them. That, mm-hmm. That's embarrassing for me. Um, best continuing series. Here I do a little better. Here I got. I'm I'm six for six in this one. There you go. Uh, Bitter Root. David Walker. I'm Dare, aware. Daredevil. Chip Zdarsky. Cool. Department of Truth, James Tinian. Gideon Falls, Jeff Lemire. Uh, Stillwater, Chip Zdarsky, a twofer. And Usagi Yojimbo by Stan Sakai. So uh-huh. hats off to Chip for getting two nominations for two of his series. That's uh, dope. That's very cool. I wonder if that means he'll split his own vote. Um, I would give it to Stillwater myself, but Stillwater, I think, yeah. I think Department well. of Truth will probably get it. That'd be mm-hmm. my guess. Uh, Bitterroot won last year in that, um, and there was a lot of controversy about the voting last year or something during the pandemic. So, <laughs> were you talking about the presidential or the Eisners? I think just just the Eisners. <laughs> okay, Every, gotcha. Yeah, I, I, Did they do mail in? I knew it. <laughs> you know, yeah, couldn't find those hanging chads anywhere. Um, best limited series: uh, Barbalian, Red Planet, Left Jeff Lemire, Decorum by Jonathan Hickman. Far Sector by N.K. NK Jemison, Strange Adventures by Tom King, Superman's Pal Jimmy Olsen by Matt Fraction, We Live by Anaki Miranda. And I'm, I'm, I'm accidentally leaving off all the artists because uh, I, I don't mean to. I'm not just I'm not I'm not dismissing the artists. Just... You have on multiple occasions said writers over artists. <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, I yes, but I don't I don't mean to to shirk them. On, in these re- reading of the uh, the nominees, they're they're on there too. The writers yeah. and the artists are on there. Um, what do you got on this one, Kyle? I can't believe Fraction snuck his way into there. I did enjoy the Jimmy Olsen series, but huh, interesting. Yeah, in of one. these six, that's my favorite. Yeah, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't have named these six. Correct. That's but, exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> but of these six, if I have to choose, it's it's Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen yeah. for me. Uh, best new series, Black Widow, uh, by Kelly Thompson. Uh, crossover by Donnie Cates. Department of Truth by James Tinian. Philadelphia, Rodney Barnes, and we only find them when they're dead by Al Ewing. Um, I, crossover. I, I yeah I I would give it to crossover if it was my choice, but I think Department of Truth probably win this one if they don't win the other. I was gonna say that they're gonna win one of those two. They like I, to try to split and give everybody a little bit of pub. I would think so, but you know you, ne- you never know. It's usually it also could be something very different. They could go with well, these are all pretty mainstream actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we do best publications for early readers, kids age nine to twelve, and teens. I have a kid age nine to twelve. Um, do you want to read these? No, I'm not even. I don't even have the page pulled up. Yeah. Well, the only thing I, I mean, I recognize Superman smashes the clan, which was great. I love that. Um, Dragon hoops, both of them by Gene Young Lang. So that's kind of cool. Um, and those are the only two I really recognize uh, on the list of different all ages things um gotcha so i just don't want to embarrass myself anymore <laughs> uh, as we slide down to um let's go to best writer best writer ed brubaker for pulp and reckless 
and Friday well, on Panel Syndicate, which I didn't even know about. So hmm. I got to go to Panel Syndicate. I was going to say, you being the Brubaker man, that's, that's I better sad, figure that I missed, out. Yeah, I missed that. Uh, Matt Fraction got nominated for Jimmy Superman's Pals Jimmy Olsen, Adventure Man, uh, November, and Sex Criminals. Uh, Jonathan Hickman nominated for Decorum, uh, X-Men, Giant Size X-Men. Uh, Jeff Lemire was nominated for Barbalian, Black Hammer, uh, The Question, Family Tree, Gideon Falls. James Tinian, the fourth, nominated for Something is Killing Children, Win, Batman, Department of Truth, Razor Blades. And Chip Zdarsky nominated for Stillwater, Daredevil, and Fantastic Four slash X-Men. I mean, it's my boy James Tinian IV. He's, he's, he's the dude. I've been that's saying it for years. That's a, that's who you're giving it to, huh? Yeah. Ah, uh, I mean, I would give it to Ed Brubaker, but I do that every year. Um, Come on now. So I would probably. I, I think a Chip could win this one. Too much I of mean, a Brubaker stand. If you give if you give Chip this, you don't have to give him one of the best continuing series since he had two nominations. So that makes sense to me. Um. Uh, best writer artist uh, besides Gene Young Lang for Dragon Hoops, it's Adrian Tomine for the Loneliness of the Long Distance Cartoonist, Craig Thompson for Ginseng Roots, Trung Nguyen for The Magic Fish, Pascal Juselin for Mr. Invincible, and Jinji Ito for Remina Venus in the Blind Spot. So I'm going to give it to Dragon Hoops for that one. Uh, Kyle. Sure. Yeah. Um, best. Penciler, Inker, or Penciler, Inker team. Mike Allred. I hate Allred. I mean, I'm just, okay. I don't hate Allred. It's just not my thing. Yeah, he did Bo- a Bowie Stardust thing. Uh, Marco Cicchetto for Daredevil. Jorge Corona from Middle West. That was, there you go. Bertrand Gatignon for Pistuvi. Uh, that was all French. This <laughs> isn't. <laughs> Mitch Jareds and Evan Doc Shaner for Strange Adventures, and Sanford Green for Bitter Root. Oh, Sanford Green's good too. That's another good one. But I'm going Middle West. Uh, man, ah, uh, I guess I go Marco Cicchetto for Daredevil. This one. Um, as we go to best cover artist, we have Jamal Campbell, Mighty Morphin. And Far Sector, Simone de Mayo. We only find them when they're dead. Those some those we only find them when they're dead covers have been awesome. Yes, they have. Mike Huddleston for Decorum, Dave Johnson for Butcher of Paris, Peach Momoko for Buffy, Mike Morphin, go. Something Is Killing the Children, Power Rangers, Dynamite, Vampirella, The Crow, and various Marvel variants. And Ramon Perez for Stillwater. I think you give it to Peach Momoko, right? Yeah, based on quantity alone. Yes, exactly. Uh, best colorist, Laura Allred, Jean-Francois Ballou, Gippy, Marte Gracia, uh, Dave Stewart, and Matt Wilson. And Dave Stewart's always done some good stuff. They don't even have... Um, what their work is. For Matt Wilson, they don't even have um, Manifest Destiny. Mm. Of course, they did take some time off from that. Maybe they didn't do enough in the time period to qualify. But they do give him Undiscovered Country, Firepower, and Thor. Um, Matt Wilson is on Manifest Destiny, isn't he? Maybe he's not. 
I don't know. You're giving it to Dave Stewart, though. Yeah. And you could give it to him every year, too. Yes. Yeah. I'll do the same. Uh, best lettering. Uh, I mean, come on. How do we know? How do we know what best lettering is? But it's Mike Allred, Darren Bennett, um, Stan Sakai, Russ Wooten, Clayton Coles. Same old, same old. Sure. Uh, best comics-related journalism and periodical. We're not on there. Man, snubbed again. What? I hear you have to pay for these nominations anyways. Uh, so they gave it to Alter Ego, Back Issue, The Comics Blog, The Comics Journal, Panel by Panel. And women write about the comics. Yeah. Uh, we're boycotting that one. I was going to say, I believe we have to abstain. There is a comics blog at the Washington Post, which I wasn't aware of. That's interesting. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, anything else on these nominations that uh, we should talk about that are interesting? I just did all every time we go through I realize I don't read enough books. Yeah, I mean there's there's tons more ca um categories and I don't read like any of those. So, and I read a ton of stuff. Mm -hmm. I read a ton of stuff. I just I'm like I guess I'm super mainstream ish and we are such white girls. Don't read OGNs. Basic white girls. I I do not read enough OGNs. That's the mm -hmm. problem. Um, so now let's slide over and talk a little bit about uh, DC's upcoming um, comics that are coming out, let's see, June for, what did we say, uh, August? Mm -hmm. June for August? Um, so let's go and take a look at the DC Connect issue 13 and see what's on the agenda. Batman the World. Oh, wow. Who's doing this? 25 bucks, Azarello. Just like a hardcover? DC takes Batman's War on Crime Worldwide in a new hardcover anthology, Batman the World. This 160-page book will feature Batman stories by creative teams from across the globe taking place in their home countries. Oh, I see. North America, France, Spain, Italy, Germany, and the Czech Republic, Russia, Poland, Turkey, Mexico, Brazil, China, Korea, and Japan. Uh, is that interesting to you? Mm-hmm. No. So, Azarello and Bermejo <laughs> are U.S., yeah. Matthew uh, Gabela and Terry Martin out of France. Blah, blah, blah. whole lot of different people. We got Turkish writers, Czech writers. And an artist, too. So they'll Czech be writers and artists, my apologies. Yeah. Okay. That'll be interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know that I'll want to buy this, though. Okay. Justice Knows No Borders. That's pretty cool. So, how about Fear State Alpha? Batman Fear State Alpha. This is another James Tinian Batman book. And this is uh, an event. Oh, good. The event <laughs> over a year in the making begins. Fear State settles upon Gotham City and no one is safe. Overwhelmed by the dual threat of the Scarecrow and Peacekeeper, oh, 01, Batman and his allies have been one step behind since the events of Infinite, Infinite Frontier Zero, and with the arrival of a mysterious anti-oracle and the return of Poison Ivy, Batman might have more than he can handle. That spoil anything for folks? Nope. Oh. And we still have Miracle Molly in there, so that's dope. 
Yeah. Uh, then we have I Am Batman. Uh, this is number zero. This is a John Ridley book. It's a new Dark Knight, Future State Gabe Readers. Chase a, Fox Batman. Is that who it is? Yep. Gabe Readers, a preview of things to come with Jace Fox as the new Batman, but his debut in the core line arrives with a bang. The core line. Like that means anything. Yeah, anymore. Um, picking up immediately from the events of the next Batman, Second Son, Jace thrusts himself into action. Whew, I can't do I can't do multiple Batman. I can't doesn't even sound interesting to me is the bad part. I, I did how many of those future state next Batman stuff Nothing. did you read? Yeah, did I, you, I, 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 I think them, I tried. I don't think I ever got past the first issue of any of them. I was just like dip in, dip out. Yeah. And then I stopped reading the second son too, so that's my fault. Um let's see, then we have hardware season one. Which, when I first, I thought this was hardcore, the image book, so I mm -hmm. got confused there that this is an icon book, right? Or a milestone, a milestone book. Yeah. Cool. Then we're going to have a um, crossover Sandman Universe and Lock and Key doing another crossover. Or is this just a continuing thing on that? Might just be that. Then we have Batman 89. Hey. Step, step back into the Tim Burton Batman universe. Sam Hamm's going to do the writing on it. Uh, Joe Quinone's doing the pencils. That's sweet. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious about this one. So this would pick up after the second one, I guess? Or just, or would it would just pretend like the Penguin one didn't happen. Just be the Batman. I think so. I think huh. it's just after the very first one. Just very cool. Yeah. Um, I will. Uh, sadly, I will probably read this. Heck yeah! Why not? Yeah. Um, now, Superman seventy-eight. Don't Robert care. Venditti, and is that when Superman came out? It was nineteen seventy-eight? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was that long ago. Wow. Um. I don't know that I. I don't know if I have the same nostalgia for that. No. Um, don't care as much. Maybe. I'm Might curious, be. but yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we have Superman versus Lobo number one. Uh, Tim Seeley and Sarah Beatty get a crack at this one. This is the folks from what was that? Porn stars in space book that they're writing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Sh can't. Money remember. shots or whatever. Money oh, shot. Yeah. 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 yeah, so they're going from that to this. Sure. Um, from Batman Secret Files, we have Clown Hunter number one. That's pretty cool. Ed Brisson doing writing, so it's going to be kind of brutal, I'm guessing. Yeah, no kidding. That's pretty dope. I actually really like that. I, did, I don't think I read The Joker War or finished it, so well, I'd be, uh, I might not be able to follow along with that one i imagine they'll let you they'll, they'll catch you back up pretty quick yeah and then matt rosenberg comes over from marvel to do a dc book the joker presents a puzzle box number one and chip zadarsky does the cover for him and 
This says it's story time. The GCPD discover a mysterious corpse, a magical box, and a murderer's row of the city's most dangerous villains sitting in a jail cell. Now all they need to figure out is what exactly happened. Fortunately, one suspect is willing to talk. Unfortunately, it's the Joker. That sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so see what Matt Rosenberg has to offer in the old DC world. Then we get a Pennyworth number one. Um, Scott Brian Wilson doing the writing and pencils by Juan Gideon. I don't know. I never finished that. Back in that. his MI6 days. So that's pretty rad. Did you ever watch that FX series? Uh-uh. I didn't see it either. I still need to watch that. I think it's on HBO Max now. Mm. I'll have to check. Um, but it spans the years between the hit show and today. So I would um, need to catch up on the hit TV show before reading this, I think. Uh, then we're going to celebrate 80 years of Aquaman. Hmm. Are we not getting 50 covers? That's what I was just looking at. I was like, is he getting that same cover treatment? He must. Well, it doesn't say, does it? I, I have to give him multiple covers. Yeah. I mean, they, they did for everybody else, right? The Aquaman through the years covers. Yeah. Uh, we got some annuals here. We've got Batman Superman annual. Green Lantern's annual. Harley Quinn gets an annual. Mm. Suicide Squad. Midnighter gets an annual. Wow. It's a really cool looking Midnighter cover. Yeah. And then um, Suicide Squad Case Files, written by Jerry Conway. So this and is art based by on the John movie. Oh, is it? Yeah, because that's John Cena on the cover. Oh, yeah. There you go. So I wonder if they're all... Okay, I wonder if they're all getting their own individual book? Maybe. (laughs) Discover the legacy of the film's eclectic villains. Then we have a uh, Harley Quinn's Greatest Hits. It's a $10 trade. Looks like a bunch of trades now, doing some Suicide Squad trades, tons of them. Jeff B. Brown doing a, a Young Readers, Batman and Robin and Howard book. Well, that looks kind of neat. To Damian Wayne, there is nothing more important than protecting the streets of Gotham City as Robin. But when he makes a crimin- critical mistake while out on patrol... Damien finds himself benched. And what's more, Damien's dad, Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. Batman, decides that starting over in a new school will be just the distraction Damien needs from his superhero routine. Certain that Gotham Metro Academy has nothing to teach him, Damien is completely unprepared for the challenges he finds in Howard, the smartest and most, most athletic kid in school. The boys' rivalry is instantaneous and fierce, and both are sure only one of them can be the best in their class. Then we go down to action. There, he reaches uh, ten thirty-four. Um, Batman one eleven. Still James Tinian doing the writing. Um, that doesn't look like much changed, except we're moving into a fear state with Scarecrow. Um, We'll see play out in the event of the future. Mm. Uh, Batman Reptilian is in the third. That's pretty dope. 
Yeah, there's cover. some cool covers here. Just a bunch of continuing things. Nothing else new. Just a bunch uh, of continuing. Urban Legends has been okay. I'm behind on it, but what I've read I liked. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm behind on everything except Image Books. It's the only, it's the only publisher that I'm current on. It's ridiculous. So how long is Tom King doing this Batman Catwoman? Twelve. Twelve, okay. Yeah, and that'll really that'll give him. I think that you put those twelve with his eighty-eight that he did, and that's his hundred that, issue. Arc. That's his hundred issues of Batman. Or maybe he only did eighty-two. I can't remember. They'll give him something. Yeah, bunch of Infinite Frontiers finishing up. And that's about it. Anything else jump out at you? I just I haven't hit my Nightwing cover yet. I didn't find it. I must, have, I must have zipped right by it. Unfortunately, that's pretty easy lately with some of the covers for it. There it is. Oh, that's right. It's the, the changing one that I thought was weird. I like the variant. You've already seen it? Hmm? Oh, I yeah. Just, yeah, you sent me the cover, A. Eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were that. You were not as thrilled with that as I was. Mm-hmm. Is the dog is on the variant, is the dog peeing on the hydrant? Yeah, that does it for me. I like that one. Yeah. Not bad. Well, that's, all, that's what DC has coming out. So, uh, get in, get your orders in. I think we've only got a couple of weeks left before our orders are in. So we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to be able to talk about maybe Marvel previews next week and maybe one more, depending on how close we are to the deadline for orders being in. We'll let you know. Absolutely. What more we can squeeze in. But now let's take a look at, uh, some of cover prices, hot stuff. Yeah, let's see what's going over and do our cover price top 10. At rank 10, Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man number one from 2017. Teresa Parker, Peter Parker's sister, recently returned in Amazing Spider-Man 67. Her return brought renewed interest in her first appearance in Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man number one. Though her true first appearance is the 2014 graphic novel Amazing Spider-Man Family Business. (laughs) This reappearance... Helped move 21 copies. Uh, 30 bucks for all. At rank 9, Spawn 9. From 1993, persistent rumors of Angela being introduced in the MCU via Guardians continue to drive. We've talked about this many times. Um, yep. A CGC 9.8, $282. And I cashed mine in well, long ago. Long ago. What yeah. about Spawn number 1? Because that's rank 8. A CGC, Still have a couple. There you go. A CGC 9.8, $363. At rank 7, we have The Nice House on the Lake, number 1, the 1 in 25 variant. That 1 in 25 variant, 66 bucks, And 44 copies moved on the secondary market, so a lot of movement on that um, slam dunk item. At rank 6, Thor, number 2 from 2014. This is our Gore the God Butcher, correct? Or no, this yes. is our Gain, Jane Foster. Yes. Despite a full cover appearance in Thor number one, the interior was more of a cameo, blah, blah, blah. 
first full appearance in two, which is bullcrap because I have more copies of one. Um, CGC 9.8 going to $259. That doesn't make sense to me. Nope, completely stupid. At rank number five, Red Thorn number one, 2015. This comic series is rumored to be rumored to be in development for the BBC Scotland by writer Amelia de yeah, Gerilamo. This news seems very unconfirmed. However, it's still moved 23 copies, and Rawls are now 35 bucks. Yeah, BBC Scotland's not moving um, the spec needle here in the states. I'll tell you no. that right now. We have at rank four, Basilisk number one. The Sharf Virgin variant from Boom Studios. This new supernatural horror comic by Cullen Bunn already has a lot of fan interest. Horror comics are immensely popular right now and seem to be some of the best aftermarket performers. That's not based on content. The Virgin 1 per store variant instantly spiked in value, moved 46 copies on the market, and it had a high raw sale of $108. At rank three, Nightest House on the Lake, the standard covered A, um, already up to a $14 book. At rank two, The Black Jack Demon from Literati Press. Or li Literati? Anyways. Yeah, I think that's it. And yet another horror title, this new title by the independent publisher Literati Press has a hit on their hands. This issue is billed as a genre-breaking western revenge tale about a boy who crosses the western plains in search of the stranger that murdered and skinned his father and destroyed the family mine. $35. We looked at that for about three... No, we missed this completely and we couldn't I don't remember out. even seeing this one. Yeah. Did we? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And at rank number one, you and I have been on this one for a long time. 2016, interest and anticipation in Kate Bishop's appearance in the Hawkeye Disney Plus series has spilled over into for her first solo series. This first issue in a bit of a surprise entry, as it doesn't seem to have any other reason than that. Granted, it also features the first appearance of Ramon Watts, who later becomes Aloy, or Alloy, sorry, I'm thinking of other things, but there's no news around that either. Still, this issue moved 73 copies and a CGC 9.8. And I'd rather have I'd rather have any of the Fraction Kate 100%, Hawkeye 100%, books than this. 100%. Uh, I don't still, get this at I all. I mean, I'm telling you right now, Pizza Dog is going to be the breakout. We know this. You, want, you want it. You want that to be. Oh, I'm craving it. <laughs> At rank eleven, we have Sweet Tooth number one. The series is available on Netflix and is receiving very favorable reviews. I'm about five issues in or five episodes in. Okay, and you liking it? It's good. It's very different and very paced different, but uh, I like it. Okay, and you've never read a single issue, correct? Right? Correct. I'm the same way. So I have some, and I don't think I've ever read them. Uh, rank 12, we have America number one. Um, much like Kate Bishop, the, an interest in her first solo sh series, the same interest is applied to America's first solo series. Uh, high, rate of, high raw sale of $40. And I forgot on Sweet Tooth, sold 23 copies and had a high sale of uh, $945 for a CGC 98. So that's quite nice. Yes, indeed. At rank 13, we have The Eternals from 1976. Um, still spurred on by the trailer dropping 36 copies moved a high sale of $885 for a CGC 9.6 um, 
At the 14th slot, we have X-Men 53 from 1996. This is the first appearance, first full appearance of Onslaught and sold 23 copies and had a high raw sale of $50. At rank 15, we have Infamous Iron Man number 1 from 2016. This is the first appearance of Victor Von Doom as Iron Man and the Tony Stark AI. Oh, that's right. We've got all this Tony Stark AR, AI version 3 or whatnot. Yes. Uh, sold 24 copies and had a high sale of $250 for a CGC 9.8. Uh, Something is Killing the Children, number 16. The one per store virgin variant. Uh, sold for $150. Bucks. Hmm. Uh, Superman 10 Cent Adventure from 2003. This is the first appearance of Supergirl Seer L, who will be appearing on The Flash and is going to be played by actress Sasha Calais. Sold 11 copies and had a high sale, raw sale of $24.50. At rank 18, we have Witches number one from 2014. Um, Scott Snyder has given an update recently. Uh, we're working on the screenplay right now for New Republic. And uh, that's that's very early on in the pr production then. Um, so, but this still made it move 19 copies, and it had a high sale of 58 bucks for a 9.6, which is a little lower than I would have imagined. Um, Captain America number 16 from 2006 comes in at rank 19. This is the first appearance of Red Skull's daughter Cynthia Schmidt as Sin, previously appearing as Mother Superior. This is trending due to speculation she could appear as the main villain in Captain America 4. Sold 15 copies and had a high raw sale of $70. And at rank 20, we have Something is Killing the Children, number 16, the Jenny Frizen color variant from Boom. Sold 27 copies and had a high sale of 50 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Continues to sell, sell, sell. Sell, 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 yep. Uh, now we have a chance to take a look at uh, final orders, and let's start. Should we start DC's final orders? Sure. Yeah, let's check it out. Let's see what they have to say. Yep. So these the DC stuff will be out. Uh, we these orders are due on the thirteenth, so they, these are due by noon on Sunday, right? Yes. Yes. And that jock. Um, cardstock variant for Batman 110 is very nice. Mm -hmm. He usually does um, creepy stuff like this that captures people's imaginations. Mm -hmm. So that might be one to keep an eye on. Your Batman Fortnite zero point hardcover for $25 that you can get on a pretty good discount if you order it ahead of time. You will not get it until 9 7 2021. But we'll have all seven digital codes within it. Just FYI. Yeah. yeah. And you can yeah, you can probably sell all those codes and make your mm -hmm. money back. Correct. Uh, Batman Secret Files, The Signal, number one. Um, so The Signal gets his new book. Um, this is Duke, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Urban Legends, which you've enjoyed. Yeah. I like my Reddit stuff. Crime Syndicate, Crush and Lobo, Dark Knight's Death Metal Soundtrack, Special Edition, and I did not order these and I wanted to. I wanted to get all these vinyls and I never yeah. 
I never did find out the allocation and pricing on those. It, it talked like, well, they had different numbers, but it was like a thousand on some of them. Yeah, I don't remember. Was it was it in a cowpunga order form or not? I don't remember <laughs> if it ever was. I didn't. I didn't ever see it in the order form. No. Unless I missed that one, maybe. Yeah. And then uh, some of the Scout comic stuff that slips in there. Are they are they only are they only through Lunar? Do we have this conversation already? We have not. Are they only distributed by Lunar now, or are they in both Lunar and Diamond? No clue. No clue. Well, we'll find out in a few seconds. Yeah. And then the second issue of Nice House on the Lake. Um, not sure it'll do as well, but you never know if it's anything never, like, yeah. yeah. Swamp Swamp Thing gets a Brian Boland cardstock cover. That's very nice. <laughs> Now let's slide over, unless you had something else from DC. Uh-uh. Let's take a look at um, what's what's coming from Image Comics for their final order cutoff. All right, let's check off Image Books. We've talked about this ant thing till the cows come home. Uh, yeah. We have a second print of it. So even if you take a 14-year break, yeah. you can still sell out. People are still excited about it. Yeah. Third issue of Good Asian, fourth issue of Geiger. There's your third copy of Hey Kids Comics. Final issue of Carmen. Uh, such a good book. I just finished four yesterday. Man, it was so good. Noctera 2 going to a fourth print. Noctera 3 going to a third print. And Noctera 5 coming out. With four covers. Post-Americana's penultimate issue. Six of seven. And then we have Ordinary Gods. And this is, uh, who doing this? Kyle Higgins doing the mm -hmm. writing? Yeah. So hot off his Radiant Black success. This is a centuries-spanning action epic. Might be good. Yeah. And the first issue of Skybound 10. Um, and I believe I have the uh, Clementine yeah, cover. Yeah, Clementine cover D is the one to get. And we have we get an ultra mega and manifest destiny story in here, so some cool stuff. Now is the Stray Dogs number one fourth print? Is that an homage to a movie? Probably. What about the third print of issue two? You think that is as well? 
Yep. We, should, yeah. I, we should have been on all these, man. That is Evil Dead is the uh, Stray Dogs number two, third print. Yeah. Yeah, all these look kind of familiar. Yeah. But, but we should have been on all these printings of, of Stray Dogs. Yep. Like, they're all going to do well, yeah. I think. Um, then we have um, Walking Dead 18. So we're right before no. our Michonne appearance. Yep. Only three covers there. Yeah, I got to think about those. Stray dogs, pr multiple subsequent printings. Mm -hmm. uh, they're very really tempting, but I'd have to get all four of them because I wouldn't know which one was going to be the hot one. Correct. Yeah, don't know. Don't know. So that's all I had for image. Same here. Dark Horse doesn't really have anything for me. What? Although I do hmm. like the Masters of the Universe Revelations cover by Savon Sejic. Of course, the Masters of the Universe Revelation is the Netflix series that Kevin Smith's doing. Okay, I didn't know that. Oh, Kevin Smith's writing it, too. Cool. Think of that TMNT Last Ronin second printing for issue three. That's a cool-looking cover, I think. That is, actually. That's really cool. Is that my boy Donnie? Yep. Gotta be. That's really cool-looking. It's not Donnie. That's Last Ronin, but he looks like Donnie. Then as we slide down into Marvel, uh, we're getting uh, Amazing Spider-Man Annual. Amazing Spider-Man 70 Momoko Goblin cover. Hmm. You like that? Watercolor? I don't know. I do. The Goblin? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a really nice cover. Well, she does uh, a Hulk down for Immortal Hulk 48 as well. Um, and she does the Avengers 46 cover. And, yeah. they, to me, they look like, you know, just a kid. A kid moving a little sketch. <laughs> Not impressive at all. <coughs> oh, last chance to get the Werewolf by Night facsimile. We'll see. I think they canceled this on me before. Mm-hmm. Are excited about X-Men number one? Yeah. You going to give it a shot? I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm going to dip in. Like, I, I'm not big into <coughs> um, Krakoa as I'd like, but I'm going to give it a shot. 
Well, I mean, it's a number one, so yep. they it's on them if it's not incredibly accessible. You got it. Because it's friggin' number one. A lot of Betty Page books from Dynamite. Whole bunch of Betty Page. Holy moly, there's a lot of Betty, Betty Page. <laughs> Down a boom, we got Basilisk. Do you think we should... Uh, it's too late. We missed the boat on Basilisk. Yeah. Uh, what, okay. So what is these incentive copies of this Betty Page? Who is... Lyrics Lee. I actually like that. I really like that cover. So we have um, Sass Sass Milledge is this new artist that Boom is um, putting the book called Memo Number One, and it just have. Let me let me look at some interiors here real quick. It's a good dart style. Mm -hmm. um, could be something. Um, might be somebody to take a chance on is this Sass Milledge. Who I don't not familiar with this person's work. Are you? But I kind of like the I kind of like the art style. It's pretty nice. Gotta put my Walking Dead order in real quick. <laughs> Shoot, I don't know about this. Oh man, did I, how many how many facsimiles did I order? I should have already ordered multiples. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to, think I need to order that again. But well, make sure everybody knows I'm serious about it. <laughs> <laughs> I lost that book by Sass Millet. What was it called? Mamo? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I lost it. I'll find it later. Oh, there it is. So they have a, a 10 copy incentive and a 25 copy incentive. But I say just go for the cabaret. There Keep you go. it simple. From artist writers and artisans, Frank Cho is writing and doing the art for our Fight Girls number one. Yeah. That will be a cool book to pick up. Um, Cherry Blackbird, one of our picks from last week, mm -hmm. uh, went to a second printing from Scout. But they just recolored the cover. Boo. Boo. Come on now. But it gets people the chance to put it in people's hands, which I like. Yeah, hundred percent. I know I've asked you this about Life is Strange before, but is this a sequel um, video game or yeah, is this they're all still... sequel. They're all they've all moved on. So this 
this is this has mul- there's multiple life is strange video games not yes. just one okay yeah. Uh, New Rivers of London. This one's called Monday Monday. This is from uh, Titan. I liked R- Rivers of London. I read the yeah, first it wasn't, one. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. bad. I, I don't know that it needed more. I didn't stick with it, but yeah. Um, Nottingham. Well, fifth printing for issue one. Yeah, one goes to a fifth, two goes to a fourth, three goes to a third, four goes to a second. Sense of pattern. Yeah. And then Zenoscope did say uh, Van Helsing versus the Invisible Woman, which some amazing covers. Yeah. Holy smokes. Well, some good stuff on there. Mm-hmm. A very long list of FOC stuff. All right, Kyle, what's next? All right, so after that, we have our Hot 10. Oh, yeah. So let's head on over to our good friends at CBSI, our comic book invest. Let's find their top 10 books to see what else is selling great right now in the secondary market. Um, And let's start at number one, Web of Spider-Man number one, the Mark Bagley 1 in 25 variant. Dang, $150. Yeah. I guess people still love old Harley Keener. And now that he is in the comics, the ignition was lit. Yeah, that's crazy. I wonder what the uh, cover A is selling for. Yeah, it's insane. Arang 2, holy crap, God Country number one from our boy Donnie Cates. Sweet Tooth Shoner has chosen as, was chosen as director. And that apparently made people pretty happy as 9.8s are hitting all-time highs of $350, which is more than double what they were just a few weeks ago. Legendary Pictures, outside of Marvel Studios, is my favorite studio company, so I have high hopes for this one as well. Come on, God Country, I have so friggin' many. <laughs> so you're still holding on? I shouldn't you're, be, but I am. You're still holding? I have enough to sell now and per- for perpetuity. At rank three, we have Hawkeye, number one for 2017. Kelly Thompson writing this. Not sure why the sudden price surge for this book, but it is up from its 10 to $15 to $40 friggin' dollars and has sold a truckload of copies. Maybe the thought is, if America Chavez shows up, so will Ramon Watts. Well, no, I mean, I think the, like, the d- costume design from the set pictures that we've seen, very yeah. similar to this. Yeah. Maybe even more so than the fraction. I don't know. The, so, I mean, I think that could have something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? At rank four, we have Black Widow number six. The second print, Elena Cascarande, one in 25 variant. <coughs> so here we have yet another... Second print one in 25. Those that pre-sold this for around 40 to $50 got out too quick. This one is approaching the $100 mark, even though it is just the design variant. At rank five, we have Nice House on the Lake, number one. The John Gallagher variant. 
Copies are now in hand and the trade dress is hitting 60 to $70, more than double the initial buy it cost. The A cover is also doing quite well, well around 20. Happy to see these DC Black Label books doing great. At rank six, Submariner number one. This is an old friggin' book. Um, <laughs> yeah. Namor has never been able to hold an audience for any substantial amount of time. All-time highs are being set across the board on this book solely on uh, some reports. Learn from past mistakes, people, like the Mephisto stuff. Yeah, so what is the... I have no idea what this reliable... The, the three? Yeah, I'm not sure what, what that What is. are we talking about here? Where is this Again, coming from? I have from? no idea on any of that. Yeah, me neither. Okay. At rank seven, we have Avengers 8... A 4.5 sold for $1,200. A 3.5 sold for 830 And a 2.5 sold for 650 All are all-time highs this week. I think it's pretty clear at this point that Kang is coming. If he does show up, these current prices will be the floor going forward. At rank 8, we have Thor. Number five, the J. Scott Campbell variant from 2008. Back up to the 40 and $50 after having dropped to around 20 Loki episode one did not disappoint, and it, cer- it appears certain that Lady Loki is to blame for what is going on. We have been fooled by Disney Plus shows before, though. Strange Dogs, number one, the Stanyak Blair Witch variant. Stray dogs, but stray I gotcha. dogs. What did I say? Strange, strange dogs. I was reading ahead to the Blair Witch because I'm like, ah, I would have known that one. That one I understand. Uh, variant, which is capped at 500. I think it might be time to show some love to the series. This and the Poltergeist cover is now selling for 160 dollars raw and 450 for 9.8s. People who have read this series so far seem to really love it, and this is generally a key indicator for long-term success for these indie books. And how how could you get this limited to one in 500? Is this was this an FOC exclusive or it's was not this... one in 500? They they just did 500 of them, and I I don't know if you had to order it from the website or what. Stupid. Sorry. If I can't get if I can't get it through pre-order or FOC, doesn't exist. Gotcha. That'll really catch. That'll really keep you out of a few hot books, but that's okay. <laughs> DC Comics presents forty-seven. Is at rank ten. Holy moly, thirty-five hundred for a direct CGC nine point eight. Man, kicking myself for moving my newsstand nine point eight a couple of years ago. Is this too high for this book, though? Meaning, yes, He-Man has a cult following, but does that translate into these books being the type of prices for other comics? Wow, really? Thirty-five hundred bucks for this? Yeah, that's nuts. I'm sure you had this. Yeah, probably. This is right up your alley. Yep. DC and Masters of the Universe. And we have honorable mentions: Savage Dragon number one thirty-seven, the Obama variant. VHTF book sold for $150 uh, this week. No other raw listings. A 9.8 is listed for $800. Um, nothing else out there at the moment. If you haven't been tracking any of the Savage Dragon books uh, from like 125 to 199 they are impossible to find. I didn't know anybody was looking. Yeah. 
Um, the other honorable mention from our older stuff, we have Victory Comics number four. This one checks a lot of the pre-code boxes. Hitler appearance, uh, hypodermic needles on the cover, and a 5.5 copy sold this week for $6,600. To put that staggering number in perspective, a 9.4 Edgar Church, you know, Mile High Comics sold last year for only 10k. OSPG has this one valued at $400 in this grade. Jesus. They're 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 off. Yeah. Yeah. Just a sad or the person who bought it is crazy. Yes. That's also possible. There's also possibilities of that. Yeah. One. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Drew, we've looked at our orders coming up. We've looked at what is spiking on the aftermarket, what what the hits and misses are. I think it's time to do our sneak peek, sir. I think you're right. Um, Catwoman's not bad. Jenny Frizen always does good work. Kind of like that over at DC. If we've gone to Lunar Distributions to check out our DC books. Um, Nightwing. Uh, you're not a fan of these, but I think that Raphael Grissetti cardstock B is really nice. It is okay. I like probably the Pride version better, best of any of them. Yeah, that's good too. Uh, static looks looks okay. I'm gonna I'm, I'll be checking these out just because I want to read them, but I I don't know. Not a great cover. None of these are great covers. Mm -mm. There's nothing good in DC today. That's if you ask me. Yeah, it's all pretty pretty average as far as from like covers jumping out at you and like some easy easy picks. I don't know that Static's mm -hmm. gonna gonna move the needle at all. Yeah. So then what do we got from uh, the rest of our our crew? Let's head on over to the rest of our stuff. Uh, Compass number one. Greg Rucka. Yeah, that, that looks interesting. Um, we were trying to figure out if this is a... Oh, it's not Greg Rucka, that's right. Hit him. Yeah, Greg Rucka probably presents a new direction in adventure. Yeah. So this is the old guard Tales Through Time team. I'm just not as excited as I should be, I don't think, for it. Yeah. I was excited about this good Asian second print when it came out. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm anxious to see if that pops when it lands. I pre-ordered pre a few of those. Silver Coin 3, this will probably be the where the rubber meets the road for you because you really liked one, but then weren't a big fan of two, wasn't it? It's true. That's exactly right. Stillwater is its eighth issue. All those Ju Jupiter's Legacies, man. <laughs> Wow, 
Walking Dead 17 on sale this week. Did we have all those covers before? Yeah. The the Pride one was at, uh, added a little later. Okay. It was there on FOC, though. Yeah, Time Before Time. I'm really looking forward to that next issue, too. Some tough choices. Mm-hmm. Why make a choice, though? Just buy them all. Just buy them all. Absolutely. All right. Down into our Dark Horse books. Not a lot there for me. The Norse mythology is apparently a continuation series. Yeah. IDW has a High Republic issue five. It's a good looking issue five. Yeah. The fourth issue of Alien. I've really enjoyed this book. This relaunch has been. It's good done so well. It seems like people seem to really like it. Everybody I've talked to that read it, at least. Yeah, yeah. So far, three issues in, it's been good. Uh, Demon Days, Mariko, number one. It's a lot of interesting covers. Jay Scott Campbell, a really good looking cover. Yeah. Miles Morales 27 um, Clone Saga is going to be it's a good cover it's a very good cover on that one the Taryn Clark cover um, who is the Christopher action figure variant for Star Wars 14 just some random dude or who is that see it b-wing pilot gotcha <laughs> yeah that is as about as random as it gets i don't even remember what a b-wing is i'm gonna lose my star star wars card oddly enough i believe the b-wing is the one that looks like a t oh okay yeah i know what you're talking about holy moly it's time for the 200th issue of venom finally when was this supposed to be out? Hmm. Long time ago, right? Yeah. Why were we waiting on? What was the what was the delay? I don't know, but we at got at least two months. It's at least two months late. Yeah. Um, is it? Is there any heat left in this thing? And which one? Which cover? <laughs> yeah. I would never guess right. Maybe maybe the jock? I was looking at that one. I like the Bagley, too. Gleason's doing his web thing. Yeah. Hmm. But it's 10 bucks, so... Yeah, it's a heck of a flyer. It's a heck of a flyer, yeah. As usual, I don't like the Varegi. But I think it's a, I think it's a slam dunk that something's going to happen. <coughs> yeah, something's right? got to happen. 100%. Uh, I, 
I'm gonna say you go jock. I think it's gonna be the jock. And I, I don't feel 100% com confident, but. David Aha knocking the X Corp cover out of the park. That's all I know. I think he's um he's overdue to, to do something crazy with Venom. It's been a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, Dynamite. Sacred Six covers. Man, what do they got going on there? <laughs> Have they all been like this? Yep. Oh, missed them. More Berserker and Boom. Oh, really? What yeah. what issue are we talking about? Three. Yeah, you can't go wrong with them. Mm -mm. You like the foils, right? I do, actually. Very much like the foils. Seven Secrets, issue nine. My boy Tom Taylor. You don't read Anna Annie Bonnie anymore from Blue Juice, do you? Nah, it's just too. It takes too long. Long one. I like them. They're good when they come out, but I've been. I'm reading too many books. Yeah. What was the one before, from Blue Juice before Annie Bonnie? What was that one called? Uh, that time travel book. What you liked it. it. Yeah. Can't, Can't remember what it was called, though. Your brain. Brain's toast. So is mine. It's mush. <laughs> uh, the Minky Woodcock... Girl Who Electrified Tesla hits issue three. Space Pirate Captain Harlock. This is from a Blaze Comics. Looks kind of interesting. And they got a ton of covers too. Talked about this Aftershock book, Seven Swords, number one by Evan Doherty. <coughs> so, from A Blaze Comics, we have Space Pirate Captain Harlock. Yeah, I mentioned that. Oh, did you? I yeah, just saw the Derek Chu cover is what, what is the reason. Uh, I that I did not mention that though. Yeah, the Derek Chu is pretty good. Yeah. Back half's not loaded. No, it's not. No slam dunk this week. But I will take the flyer on Aftershock and Seven Swords. Number one. That's your pick? Yep. Seven Swords, number one? Yep. From Aftershock? Yep. Is it just cover A? Just cover A. It's all that's available. I kind of like that. And then I will go with uh, Venom, number 35. 
the 200th issue of Venom through some legacy you go with that Jacques cover? And I'm going with the Jacques cover. Very nice. Very nice. Can't beat that. Yeah. We've made it through this whole episode and we forgot to talk at all about the Patreon. Um, so you can follow us. Find us at patreon.com, Comics for Fun and Profit. Um, we're talking about all kinds of cool stuff. We'll definitely be talking about the Lokis and the different speculation items there. If you want to be part of that Slack channel and those conversations, make sure you join that Patreon and get in there. Uh, we do our giveaways as well, and the only way to be in those giveaways is to be part of that community and be a patron. We'd love to see you there. But either way, we're thankful that you followed us through here today um, as we put our picks of the week. We thank you so much for Drew and for myself. See ya.